Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Games Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and anything else we can think of. As always, I am Nick, and joining me this week is my partner in crime and relatively consistent colleague, YouTuber extraordinaire, Dapper Paper Bag. Hello. Yeah, I need to... I, I lost my way with your fancy intros. <laughs> I was about to say relevant... not relevant, consistent... <laughs> Semi-consistent. Yeah. yeah, six out of ten. <laughs> How have you been? I've been okay. Sorry, I was taking a drink. Um, <laughs> podcast fail number one. Never drink during a podcast. You kind of have to because you have to keep the voice lubricated, otherwise you'll get notes and stuff. I never do. Yeah. I live on should. the edge. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be saying that when your voice is fucked and you're like, you can't yes. record. Next week, my voice will probably be ruined. Yeah, you'll just be like, oh, I can't speak, and I'll just be like, oh, it's okay, I'll go solo. Are you, no, I'll just use text-to-speak software so I sound like a robot. <laughs> I'll be like, Nick says... Da, 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 da. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so what have you been up to this week? I'm the hair, you cut me off. I'm good. <laughs> I've done a lot. Of, I had a busy week this week, nice. even though I didn't have any... Because I'm back at university. I don't have any lectures, but I was busy. Which, I'll, which, first of all, is why the whoever invented the bus is an absolute cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they make absolutely no sense, and I managed to get lost twice. Oh, yeah, because I remember you telling me you kind of ended yeah. up in the wrong location and missed a night out. <laughs> I ended up five miles from where I wanted to be, ended up where I was, and then that was in the day, and then the following evening I tried to take the bus to somewhere to go for a night out, mm-hmm. and then I took the wrong bus, because it turns out the bus with the same number, it depends on the direction and the side of the road you're on for where it actually goes. Yeah. And then the night after that, when I finally got on the right bus, I realised all my local bars are really undisabled friendly. That is shocking. Which is why, in a serious twist of fate, as last time, I have actually officially petitioned the UK government, so I'm sorry to say I don't think any of our international listeners can sign this, but just share it if you ha- if you can, yeah. to um, bring in step-free access to all sort of pubs, bars, restaurants and things. We have, I've got, we've already got about 100 or so signatures, it's going well. I've been yeah. emailing news outlets, I've been, I've actually emailed the Minister for Disability as well, so Good. I'm not messing about. I can <laughs> so, get yeah. them told. Yes, hopefully so. Yeah. It's kind of dumb that you so you need a minimum of 10,000 signatures just to get a response. Yeah, because well. they're fucking twats. <laughs> yeah, smash that government. Yeah. Um, in other news, because I'm a student, I've been watching so much Netflix, it's just not true. Yeah, what, what yep. have you been watching? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the uh, comedy uh, sitcom. Mm-hmm. And I've also, like most people, been watching Stranger Things... I'm very nearly finished. If anyone spoils that, I'm going to kill them. Mm-hmm. But I will say, um, one nice thing about that without spoiling is that unlike a lot of things like that, where it's like short eight or ten part TV programs, they've yeah. paced this really well, yeah. where stuff stuff actually happens in every episode, where sometimes you get a thing where you basically have a series where in retrospect you could have watched the first episode and watched the last episode and yeah. you get the whole story, all the stuff in between is just filler. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Stranger Things they've done it really, really well. And I'm, yeah. It's really addictive. I watched, I've basically watched all of it in one day. Like eight hours straight. Mm-hmm. 
I just have a tiny bit left. Um, I've been tidying up bits in The Witcher 3, just going to quite the boring sort of undiscovered locations and just sort of collecting items and things. Nothing too exciting because I'm filling the gap because I finally pre-ordered Rise of the Tomb Raider. (laughs) Come on the 11th of October. Uh, And I'm super happy because I got the art book edition and it came down in price loads. Oh, nice. I think when I when I first looked when it first was like listed it was like forty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and I think I got it for thirty eight. Good. Which is obviously still not cheap, but it's yeah. a lot better. Um, and I discovered this week I was chatting to some people I met recently, and I suggested them to the pod. I suggested the podcast to them because they had an interest in games, yeah. and they told me that I have a radio like voice. Yeah, you which do. is uh, that's a that's a nice thing to have. It's better than having a face for radio. <laughs> Well, you do have one of those too. I'm Ooh, kidding. I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> I'm that's kidding. calling the kettle black there. Mm. Whoa. I've, Sorry, I've got a haircut for radio. It's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> a haircut oh, that God. should be seen by no human being. Ah, yes. Well, as yeah, I, I'll back you up there. Um, and then, lastly, before we get in what you've been up to, at the behest of our friends, almost better than silence, who were nice enough to give us a bit of a shout out on their podcast. I decided to look at Soda Drinker Pro, mm-hmm. which is a Steam game. I think they also did a VR version. Uh, these are just kind of my impressions of it. It looks okay. I kind of don't want to be too harsh about it because whoever controls their social media is really, really good because I literally put the name in a tweet, no hashtag, no, I didn't at them, and they already followed the account as soon as I sent the tweet. It'll be a bot. Yeah, but good for them. And the whole thing about the game is like, the main the main sort of soda drinking game is one thing and then it has a second game hidden within it mm-hmm. that's like people are sort of likened to WarioWare. Nice. So I think it's one of those things of like it's so bad it's become sort of a cult thing. Mm-hmm. But one slightly concerning thing is that if you Google it, um, their official website written underneath the URL in the Google search result it said this website may be hacked. So I didn't go on it. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, Soda Drinker Pro. I would rate it a solid... Five out of ten, maybe, having never played it. <laughs> nice. So, Dev, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, just... I've been mostly doing uni work. For, oh my like, god, as a uni student? Really? Yeah, like, I've been spending, like, every practically every day in a library after class yeah. studying. And yeah. um, I also went to... a kind of, I wouldn't really call it a master class, but it was like a tutorial and interviewing techniques and it was such a waste of time. Oh. Like, I, it was already stuff that I knew. Literally the only thing that I learned that was different was to, like, use photographs and, like, objects to kind of encourage people to talk about their past. So it was like, because the actual class itself was interviewing techniques for encouraging people to talk about their past and you set me up for an you set me up for an intervention yeah fully (laughs) it's been it's been it's been 26 episodes and it's finally time (laughs) it's finally time nick i'm so sorry (laughs) we Um, love you but you have a problem (laughs) yeah (laughs) you sound you sound um too radio like and we can't oh, have that shit too too radio like yeah sorry <laughs> but i've been also been doing a case study 
okay. which is which some, it might interest you. It's about the representation yeah. of disabled communities and voices within alternative media. And yeah, basically, basically that means like how the disabled voice is being projected into like local community radio yeah. and community TV and like I guess community writing. So alternative yeah. media as a whole covers like different branches and not just TV. And uh, that's why you should sign my petition. I have. <laughs> no, not you personally, the <laughs> listeners. Yeah. I know you have because um. I was like actually one of the sh- first ones. No, because it also because it shows me a map of where people have done it, and there's like mm-hmm. one in Scotland, and I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> know exactly who that is. Who that is? You know where I live now. Fuck. <laughs> I've known that for ages. Google told me. <laughs> they phoned up and just said, "By the way, she lives here." Yep, and then I was like, right, I know what I'm going to do next. <laughs> Get on a train. Get on a train. And I'm on a, tra- I'm on a train right there. now, actually. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, I also started pre production research for a documentary and for a drama. We have to pitch, on Monday, we have to pitch a documentary idea and a drama idea. I don't want to make my drama just yet. I really want to focus on the documentary because, again, it's to do with like YouTubers and I've started to notice a regular thing within the YouTubers that I've spoke to and the fact that they've either got like health problems or they're disabled. So Ooh. we're going to be kind of talking a bit about that and it's just going to be following them on their day-to-day life as a YouTuber and kind of observing them like in the pre-production process, the production process, and the post-production process, and then kind of catching up with them after, whilst yeah. also talking about like their everyday life and stuff, and what it's like to be a YouTuber and how hard it is to be a small one. Yeah, funnily enough, I know of someone who did a ser- who's done a series doing exactly that, but yeah. with uh, game de- game developers that you might be interested in. Yeah, I was gonna. That was gonna be my other documentary idea, but then I decided, oh no, I'm gonna do something even better. Um, Even more niche. Yeah. Um, for the drama, it kind of took influence from my documentary idea, and I was just like, what if I did a drama about a group of indie games developers who do crowdfunding and then blow it all on? <laughs> like, Isn't that almost the development, yeah, of, no- Isn't it, that almost yeah. the development of Nomad Sky? It's just going to be. No, it's not Nomad the, the, Sky, it was Ant Simulator. Okay, but no, I was just thinking similar vein, like small yeah. studio doing pretty well, get some excitement, and then oh dear. Oh no, I'm talking about blowing the budget. I'm okay. not talking about blowing the game. I'm talking about blowing the budget on dumb shit, and then they have to like figure out a way to earn it back. Yeah, and that's what the series is about. But cool. I'm actually I'm not going to make that this year. I'm going to save that and write that with a friend, and oh, then um, make that. Best of luck with it. If you need a sexy voiceover, you know where I am. (laughs) I'll get you to play the disabled person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That that is typecast, if I ever heard it. Hey, like, friggin' disabled actors are always complaining that abled body actors are playing disabled characters, so at least I'm, you know, casting a disabled character for a disabled... A disabled person for a disabled character. I suppose... I also started doing a learning log, blog style thing for my work experience at uni because I have to do that. Part yeah. of uni. And well, it's for you. It. No, well, yeah, it's for me because 
that's what happens when you're on a practical course and not... Ooh! <laughs> Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> the classic, I have no practical skills, but I can sound really intelligent no. in conversation. <laughs> I'm not saying that. And I, I watched, think you kind of are. I've watched a ton of Netflix. And what have you been watching? I've been watching Orange is the New Black. I've also yeah. been watching a ton of Amazon Prime because I have Amazon Prime. So I sort of do. Yeah. <laughs> As I've been well. watching Outlander. Oh yeah, that's um, that's really yeah. good, actually. That's like the medievally time travelly one. Yeah, thing. but it, like yeah. they travel through. It's kind of a bit like Black Adler, but serious. They travel through okay. different like periods. Like, yeah, each series is a different time period, and it's actually it's really interesting. It's quite good. Um, cool. Some of the accents are a bit, you know, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially oh, there's, I... there's this woman yeah. who I think she's actually English, but she does this Scottish accent. It's fucking terrible. Did I talk about Criminal Minds on the podcast a couple of weeks ago? Uh, not that I remember. Ah, because there's a new uh, Criminal Minds TV series that has one of the actors in it is the guy that was the voice actor for Ed- Edward Kenway in Assassin's Creed Four. Oh, nice. And he's he's he's, he's actually Welsh in real life. Yeah. But in Criminal Minds, his accent jumps around so much, he goes like American, English, Edward Kenway levels of Welsh, and then deep Welsh in like one sentence, and it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great actor, but I don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. I hate when, yeah. like, you get. This is going to sound terrible, but I hate when you get Americans playing Scottish people, and I hate when you get, like, British people so playing So you hate Americans. Mel Gibson? Oh, fuck yeah. Like he's a wife beating asshole. Like gee, whoa. I don't like that. Is blowing anyway. our chances getting Mel Gibson on the show? Yeah, I would. Don't ever expect me to be there if he's on the show. If we get him on the show, I would. I would have. How I would have pulled that off, I don't know. Uh, fuck knows. <laughs> but I would see that as like sinking to like an all-time low. But yeah, yeah. Like uh, cool. I'm glad you've had a produ- much more productive week yeah. than me. Whereas I just I've got also very played dr- video games. Cool. <laughs> What have you played? Overwatch and the oh, Sims. That doesn't count. It's got to be new and interesting video games. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Fair enough. I've very nearly not lost my voice this week. Oh. How's yeah, I, was, I was singing too much. Ah, that bad then. Yep. <laughs> I went out in style. <sighs> anyway, on to this week's news. <laughs> Um, we hinted at earlier on, but Sony's president has recently come out uh, with regards to No Man's Sky, saying, and I quote, it wasn't a great PR strategy. No fucking they, shit. They basically said, like, Sony came in, they gave it a bit of a kick up the arse and sort of made it big, and now it's kind of exploded, and kind of um, Sean Murray and Hello Games in general have been very, very quiet since the, mm. since the game's launch, because everyone's kind of gone, hey, you didn't quite give us what we wanted, which... Like in most cases, gamers do that a lot, and it like it's not that uncommon. But in this case, because sort of the gulf is so massive between yeah. what we got and what was expected, I think that's why it's gained so much traction. Yeah, they also said so, that yeah. they didn't have a PR person helping them, which is ironic because at Sony should say that because they were the ones that within the partnership were supposed yeah. to be providing promotional marketing assistance. So the fault was yeah. actually at theirs for not and I'm not that surprised because I think Hello Games isn't very big no they're not they're an it's indie like, developer yeah that were just making Joe, Do, eh, Joe Danger games yeah like they were 
literally it was just something that they were creating so he was just like yay that looks cool but yeah, I'm, apparently the uh, president of Sony Worldwide Studios, uh, Sui Yoshida, said that he was enjoying No Man's Sky and looks forward to continue playing it. I doubt that. That's I doubt. I doubt he's even played the game at all. Yeah. Like, people in that kind of industry don't have time to play games. I don't. Nope. He's talking through a hole in his arse and it's not uh, his mouth. To be fair, I'm sure you picture, like, Phil Spencer not wearing very much playing xbox that's probably i actually don't think he plays maybe when he was younger yeah but like not now he's probably too busy and too tired when he gets home oh i'll play his xbox for him it's fine that no that could be misconstrued <laughs> oh, oh, I'll, I'll play that's, with so that's an image stick. i don't no don't finish that sentence <laughs> finish the sentence i don't care that's gonna be green slime everywhere uh, i'm a bargain for woman now i can't make i can't say shit like that well, I shouldn't be saying that shit like that. Hasn't stopped you in the last like, like fifteen episodes. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. oh. Um. This next bit of news is surely music to your ears. I'm so happy about this. I've been mm. wanting this since last year. Okay, so Grand Theft Auto Online or GTA Online are now bringing bikers into Los Santos, and it's going to be like motorcycle clubs. So. You're going to be able to, you know, play with your friends yeah. and it's going to be a kind of co-op thing where you'll probably have up to eight players come together and you will be able to have, like, different like positions. So you'll be able to have, like, prospects and presidents and, you know, all yeah. of that stuff. If you've watched Sons of Anarchy, you'll know exactly what I'm on about. And, okay. um, or if you're in a motorcycle club as well. <laughs> If you live in like the 1950s, yeah. then yes. They still happen. You know, there's, uh, a mo- yeah. there's a motorcycle club that actually protects um, children who've been abused and they stand outside the uh, like, victim's house to make sure that the abusers can't get to them. But anyway, oh, wow. um, yeah. And um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be bringing like a ton of new things that are really needed in the game. So it's going to be like yeah. new bikes, clubhouses, weapons, tattoos, clothing. Hopefully hair, because I'm sick of having short hair in the game. I'm, I have short hair in real life, and I'm fucking sick of it. I want long hair again. And so, it, <laughs> hang on. In, in the game, are you a male or female character? A female. It's the, one of the few occasions that I actually do play as a female. And Because oh, okay. um, usually I'll take a male character, but of recent, I've noticed I've started playing a lot more female characters, but yeah, I don't really care so long as they shoot good. I don't care. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm I'm slightly sad with uh, this uh, update expansion that they didn't give it a impo- a dangerous to a pronounced name like they did the last one. Well, um, cunning stunts. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it was just my trap to get you. Yeah, I think they were specifically looking at me and going, "We're gonna we're gonna screw you up." Yeah, so yeah. stay tuned for the uh, purple curly whirly murder alarm update soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've actually released. Have they released the name? I don't think they have. Uh, well, I, I don't believe so. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it anyway. would, I mean, what would you name it if you had the choice? If what? I had to make some weird pun double entendre name, yeah. Um, oh, give me give me some time. We'll move on and come back to it. I have one. Go on. So, what I would do is if it was me, I would um, have it GTA Online Lost MC. So it's like, 
because it is to do with the bikers and stuff. There's a biker yeah. group in there called the Lost and Damned, and it's yeah. the kind of nickname is it for for them is the Lost MC. So I think it would be yeah. good for them to just play on that, but it's up to them, really. I just call it Bike Me, like Bike Me. Biker Grove. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, biker, because that... like they're bikers in Grove, because of Grove Street. <laughs> Street. Why have they not called it Biker Grove? Oh, oh that God. would be so good. That needs to happen. I need to like, if, walk into their they, offices. And they just change all the radio stations so it constantly plays the Biker Grove theme. Oh my God, that was such a good fucking TV yeah, show. Yeah, that would mean nothing to anyone yeah. outside of like the UK that grew up in the late nineties, early noughties. But remember PG and Duncan? Let's get ready to rumble. Ant and Deck. I know the song, but I wasn't there when it was let's like. Get ready, ready. Let's get ready, ready. Let's get ready to l- rumble. <laughs> no and then, and then Ant and Deck were just rapping through the whole thing. It's so oh, funny. Oh God. Like. Yeah, I think we've gone too niche with our references. <laughs> um, There's going to be Americans being like, what the fuck is this? Do you know what? YouTube it. YouTube, PJ and Duncan, yeah. let's get ready to rumble. They're it's now good. like major presenters in the UK now. And so, still annoying. Yeah. They're not annoying. I like them. I don't know. On the ranking of like, annoying TV presenters, you've got like, Philip Schofield, then. <laughs> the only redeeming feature about Philip Schofield is when he's on the cube. Aww. See, I like him on get, This Morning because it makes... Because like, he gets so excited on the cube. It's great. <laughs> I like him on This Morning because he just... Him and Holly are just so much fun. Pseudo-sexual tension for the win. <laughs> that is in no way the basis for this podcast either. Ah, remember when I first joined and everyone thought that about us? <laughs> yes, and still does. <laughs> and then I was just like, you, you do realise that I'm dating someone? <laughs> just wait until... Just, <laughs> just wait until like seven months time and then... Oh yeah. Answer me that question again. Fucking like no. Don't say it. That's a surprise. <laughs> Fucking knowing us, we'll probably end up coming up saying, "Hey, we're married" or some bullshit like that. Oh god. Anyway, <laughs> last bit of news. Um, so the recently the CEO, uh, CEO of Ubisoft, Eve Gimo, yeah. has come out and said that the uh, NX is a fantastic device to work with and will offer us as gamers different experiences. So he couldn't have been more vague. He won't tell us anything. Yeah. But it's unsurprising that Ubisoft is the company to come out and say this because we know they're supporting the NX. They are just answered 2017 will be coming to NX. It's one of the five announced games coming to it. Ubisoft have traditionally supported Nintendo consoles in their early phases and then kind of sort of tailed off, especially in the case of sort of the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just... I don't know. Like, I, I kind of think the way the NX is kind of being reported on and marketed mm-hmm. is either going to work brilliantly or it's going to backfire. Yeah, it's like it's going to be a real all or nothing. If you think about it, it's kind of like what Grand Theft Auto do. They keep everything quiet and everything yeah. quite hushed, and all of a sudden it just comes out of nowhere. And I think that's actually a smart idea because it's keeping people talking about it. Yeah, and wondering who, what's it going to be about? I mean, like I would, like. I would, to be honest, I would really like another good Nintendo console. Yeah. In all honesty, because like the other two were shite. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, the Wii, well, the Wii wasn't bad. I didn't the Wii like U was it. problematic. I stopped using oh, I like it after like two weeks. Oh, I like the Wii a lot. <laughs> you like oh, you're so funny. Yes. <laughs> I'm now working with a six-year-old. This is wonderful. Yeah, working with children's like the hardest thing ever. And animals, and you're basically both. Yeah, I'm savage, bruh. Oh, God. Now, it's more than like you just you leave hair <laughs> everywhere, you vomit, you're not properly toilet trained. <laughs> I'm like a cat, I just cough up hairballs everywhere. 
Yeah. Oh, so we're, we're running. Yeah, what people what, what what people don't know quickly. What people don't realize is whenever you put a picture of you and your cat, yeah. the cat is actually the person I podcast with. <laughs> yeah, the cat's like, the cat's the owner. She just sits yeah. there and she's just like, "Hi, my name is Tinker, and I'm very pretty and I'm cute." But, um, See, exactly. That's that's what this yeah. podcast needs. Yeah. It needs a pretty face that isn't me because <laughs> I'm too I'm too pretty. The podcast needs more pussy. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, I almost want to on the episode title, but I can't. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I can't in good conscience hold that on. You're just going to, like, you're, we're just going to keep losing and losing people <laughs> just because of my shit yeah. jokes. Um... Anyway, let's move on to this week's um, topic, which was supposed to be quite serious. It was all about sort of doing the right thing and sort of moral decisions in uh, video games generally a lot of people t- a lot of games have tried to do this uh, telltale most uh, in particular so we'll start off with uh, we've got a lot of listener feedback this week which we always uh, appreciate so first of all john of the one track gamers says on my first playthrough i tend to go with what i would actually do in that situation which ends up being the right thing yeah. john you have a very high opinion of yourself if, if you think that's true Oh, john <laughs> what Oh, john why? You're saying he has a high like the way yeah, that you I've said already that, sent that sounded really mean. I've already sent him a very passive aggressive email this week anyway. <laughs> oh well, okay. Because I because I accused him of being slightly closed minded, but it's fine. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, listener Wendell says he agree he agrees with John. That doesn't surprise me. And then John was very happy with this. A uh, friend of yours, Dapper Musty, said. Uh, moral decisions in games rarely, uh, ref- rarely reflect my own ideology. More often than not, I need to choose the one that sounds less awful. Yeah. And lastly, uh, John Cleary says, just depends on the situation. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not lastly. And then our good friend Robin Bates at Coaching for Geeks says, I spend my life helping people to be awesome, so naturally I fuck shit up given the opportunity. Maybe blame Fable. <laughs> but we all slap that reporter, Kalisha Algilian, in Mass Effect 2. Right. I've never played Mass Effect 2, so I can't comment. But for comedic timing, for like the comedicness of that tweet, Robin, I salute you for that. <laughs> also, your podcast is doing really well. I'm yeah. really angry. Congrats. He's, he's in the iTunes charts. I'm Good. so angry. Whereas we are not. <laughs> I checked. That's, that's, yeah, that's because yeah. Of people hate yeah, me. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yes, God. Her jokes are inappropriate. Her tangents are inappropriate. Fuck her. Yeah. Just so tan- so tangent, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. That gets in real trouble. Um, so yeah, what's your opinion on sort of moral decisions and ethical quandaries uh, in games? See, like when I'm given the chance, like, yep. What do you think I do? You, I think, because you're quite quite a crazy person. I think you go on like killing sprees. You go the evil way. Surprisingly, I don't. The renegade option. No, I, d- I don't actually. Um, it's really. It's it's really weird because like I always want to my my aim is always to play the asshole character, and then when it comes to doing it, I'm just like I can't, I don't know why. Yeah. And it was like especially in the likes of GTA with the torture scene, it was like you were given the chance. Well, of, that was fun. Of whether like you could like actually like save the guy and take him to a safe place where like you could kill. Yeah. Him. And I was just like, I can't kill him. And it's yeah. like I wish that I could get over that in games and just you know be an asshole because I'm an asshole think... in real part IRL. So like, yeah. why, why can't I do it in games? And it's really annoying me. So it's like it's the same with Mass Effect. I can never, I can never be horrible 
to anyone in Mass Effect, and it's it's killing me. <laughs> yeah, uh, let I me- think. I think quite a lot. I think possibly when it comes to making decisions, one of the big games that a lot of mistakes one of the that a lot of games make is that they specifically label this is the good option, this is the bad option. Mm-hmm. They don't leave it as ambiguous. Yeah. But um, yeah. It also depends. But yeah, for me, like sorry. For me, I'm just coldly logical mm-hmm. to the end to the end point always. So if it's like a hundred people are going to die, one person's going to die, I will always let the one person die. Yeah. Same. Life is Strange came very close to making me not do that, but yeah, nah, mate. Fable Two kind of made me almost sacrifice thousands of people's lives. Yeah, because <laughs> I was just like, there's at one point of where like you kill the guy, and you say you can bring your dog back and like your family back, or you yeah. can bring back like a thousand or a million people back, and I'm like, the dog. Oh, of course. <laughs> Please you are. bring the top. And then I'm like, but then, like, all of those people would be just as sad as I am. And, yeah. and the end, I just went, you know what? I'll just bring back everyone else's family. Fuck mine, I'll find a new one. <laughs> and didn't we both uh, burn the baby in Witcher 3? Yeah. Yep. I just, no, because, like, I was just like. I panicked. I didn't realize, I felt... only realised it was time sensitive. Yeah. I was panicked. just like, oh shit, what am I going to do? And I was just like, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. And I didn't think it would that he would actually throw it in the. I thought, yeah. I thought something would have happened, but no, he fucking flung it in the oven. And I was yeah. like, holy shit! I felt off. I was on live stream as well, so like any yeah. it was like Flywheel or Dave or whoever was watching can like tweet in and back me up saying, I felt fucking awful. Yeah. That the Baron got chucked in the oven. Whereas I was just playing it for the greater good, my brain went, that is a hazard. I was just... Hazard must be destroyed. <laughs> you just went, that's a hazard, it must die. Yep. Whereas I was, I don't know, maybe it's because, like... <sighs> I'm a cold, unfeeling robot. That's no, I was about to say, maybe it's because I have, like, a smidgen of a mothering instinct. Yeah, just possibly. Just a smither... Like, not really towards, like, actual human kids, but, like, to, like... <laughs> to, like... But CGI goblin children, I'm all on that. <laughs> No, but, like, animals and, like, you know, children in games, like, I can kind of... I feel awful if anything happens to them. It's like... Yeah. It's almost like when I accidentally killed the chicken in Skyrim. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, everyone came at me with, like, fucking pitchforks and fucking fire, yeah. like... And then I went back to my previous save and it still fucking happened. And I was like... Oh. I was like, you guys are hating me and I haven't done it. <laughs> In the yeah. safe, and it's like I had to restart the game. Mm. But you, I th- you really need to hurry up and finish The Witcher. Yeah, because when it comes to major decisions, I want to know what ending you get. I will. I'll probably complete it eventually. I'll get to it. My aim is to have yeah. it done by like the new year. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because you, you're trying to do it like because I sort of powered ahead with the story and then yeah. went back and did side stuff. Where I think you're doing side stuff sort of as you go. Yeah, I'm just um, taking my time with it. I want to explore the yeah. full 500 hours of it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not entirely sure there's 500 hours in it, to be right. honest. But allegedly, there is supposed to be if you like do every single thing and complete every single thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's me. Um, and then this week, uh, we also got a community question. 
Uh, remember, if you want to send us in a question, you can tweet us at gwbpod or you can email us at gwbpodcast at twitter.com, yeah. at gmail.com even, there. Uh, this comes from former guest on this show and expressions extraordinaire to super. Yeah. And he says, um, to broaden the subject to more than just within a game, I pose the question, what are your thoughts on Digital Homicide, or a games developer, choosing to sue Valve and people who gave their games harsh reviews? So yeah, he's explained the background story. Yeah. I can't remember what games they they make, but yeah, Digital Homicide, they make lots of little games on Steam, and yeah, yeah anytime people are posting up really negative reviews on Steam, they're actually trying to actively sue them. Yeah, it's fucking... Absurd. Yeah, right. it's stupid. Like, as someone who has, like, done this as, like, well, written reviews as a profession, I get, like, handed games quite a lot, especially indie games, and... Yeah. Like, I'm at the point of where, like, I look at an indie game, and if I know it's going to be bad, I can usually tell by the trailer if it's going to be really bad, and I just, like, don't touch it. Mm. But, like, if you're wanting to go into games, and you're an indie developer... You're gonna have to f- just fucking suck it up because yeah, it's not that we're being horrible. We're just telling you things that need to be improved in the game. Like, yeah, exactly. Like as as long as any criticism given yeah. is constructive, it, a negative review is actually helpful. Exactly, it's more helpful than a positive review. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I actually uh, one of my old bosses it was like one of the reasons I. Um, as a guest fired well not really fired but like dropped from a magazine was because like she wrote a blog like dropping why like some of the genres had stopped in the magazine and it was like I was writing at that time remember when like all of the games that were being released were absolutely terrible so like Assassin's Creed Unity was broken like you know good game now all of all (laughs) of like though at that time period that was when I'd started writing and like everything was just really bad and I was just like I can't help it everything right now is just really really bad and um, yeah. like when you're someone who's like trained in animation and sound you notice like things a bit more than what other people do and yeah yeah like don't take it as like someone slamming your game take it as a list of things that you need to work on because Especially in the beginning, as an indie developer, you're not going to be as experienced as some of the guys, such as like Rockstar and that. And even they still make mistakes. Oh yeah, definitely. So, like, just suck it up and stop being, like. Yeah. Stop taking it's, it personally. Yeah, I. That was it's such an unnecessary response, mm-hmm. and it makes sort of the rest of the industry, I think, kind of look bad. That. Yeah. But yeah, it's. It's like ridiculous. It's like people can't have an opinion on your game, like especially if you're asking. Because there are some indie developers that will ask people to write reviews on their game on Steam. Yeah, yeah. So if they, I'm assuming that they have because they're an indie developer. Like some people do that, some people don't. It could be their publishers that are doing it. Fuck knows, who knows, but. Like, that is bang out of order. I'm sorry, but, like, if your community is telling you things that are wrong with your game, then you have no right whatsoever to say yeah. them. Unless, like, it's defaming you personally. Yeah. If there's any legal basis, yeah. then maybe. But, if, yeah, if you're just angry about it. And there's probably more effort involved in trying to sue someone than just fixing the game. Exactly. It's like, they're meant to see it. Oh, my God, right. I can't believe I'm getting into this discussion. 
The amount of indie developers that don't put sound controls in. Oh, Jesus Christ. Or, like, any basic control. Like, I've been handed games that haven't even been QA tested, and I'm like, I can't review this. I can't even operate the fucking basic controls. Like, if you get the basic shit right, you won't get as harsh a review. Yes. You know? Give us options to change things in games. Like, change the settings and make it easier. Don't give us, like, one slider. Give us different sliders for different things. And it'll, you know what? You'll actually have a decent game and people won't complain as much. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's always a bit of a running joke that the first thing most true gamers will do in getting a new game is look in the settings menu. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we'll do it. First thing I do is fucking turn the music off. Yeah, I turn the subtitles on. Uh, yeah, same. Because even if I've got the audio on it, like you quite yeah. often will often miss things. And if it's like really plot-driven, yeah, then it's it's really necessary. See, like, I have really bad hearing, so like... Pardon? Ha 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 ha. You're so funny. Yes. yes. So like, I switch on the subtitles, and I'm just like, okay... That way, if I'm like I'm live streaming or whatever, like someone who's deaf can come in to yeah. live stream and like see what's been said by the characters. Yeah. They might not hear what I'm saying, but like yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of live streaming, um, can I ask how am I doing in your Sims live stream? Because you put me in there. Um, I think you actually moved out. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, you moved out. Oh my god, it's it's mirroring my real life. That's yeah, weird. you actually moved out. Um, so did a lot of people move out. Yeah, actually, the Sim series has kind of changed. Like, only a few people are actually left in the hotel. And Someone's got some, a very good host. Some of them have moved on to, like, actually, you know, having a house and getting a job. <laughs> and I think you live with someone. I can't remember who I placed Ooh. you with. I don't know. I actually don't know. But, um, Flywheel and my character got married on The Sims last night because we were live streaming it. And um, we got we got married, and like I went to work and I peed my pants before I went to work. <laughs> I do hope that was in game. Yeah, in game. <laughs> but like, me oh, and, funny God. enough, like this actually links into like what we're talking about. Me and Flywheel are trained to be game developers in The Sims. Oh God! So it's like I think see, I think secretly like The Sims. Like it's like a Trojan horse that hacks into all the files on your computer, works out what you actually are like, and then puts it in the game. It does because like some of the things that like I've done or like some of the things that I would do IRL in it. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say it's like a Trojan virus and goes in yeah, and stuff, yeah. but like you can make them pretty accurate to how you act. So it's like I can like Flywheel, he's quite awkward around new people. And yeah. so his Sims hates being around like strangers. Yeah. Really but you managed funny. to ruin my Sim by putting me in a bloody hot dog. Outfit. That was so funny. So bad. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> you were doing so well. I was sitting watching it, it was fine, and then you went and ruined it. <laughs> you were just like, oh, it actually looks like me. And then it was like hot dog out, and you went, fuck's sake. I disowned you from that point. It was so funny. That genuinely made me laugh. My online reputation is in tatters. Because <laughs> you wore a hot dog outfit. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> oh. And that means if we ever go to EGX, does that mean I have to go dressed as a hot dog? No. <laughs> Can I? If you want. <laughs> no one's stopping you. <laughs> uh, 
Um, also, people are, people I follow on Twitter are EGX now, and I'm very jealous. Yeah. There's also, like, Twitch meetups and packs and all that, and I'm kind of jealous of, like, the packs. We're going to do it, EGX 2017. Yeah, we are. We are going to be there. We should do, like, we should get, like, a little booth and do, like, a live podcast from it. Oh, I wouldn't, I'm not against the idea, I just don't think we're big enough that they would say yes. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> just rock up there and just like, just rock up with a mic and like a cupboard and just say right yeah just like in the janitor's cupboard just like the two of us just sit there cramped and just be like hey guys probably getting high on bleach fumes at that point <laughs> so, at the, so at the end it's just like yeah, we're just like in a like pile. most podcasts <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how half of our podcasts end just us like yeah in a pile just laughing and giggling I will say I'm hyped up on coffee and a Twix because oh. I'm secretly a child. Did you di- did you dip the Twix into the coffee? No, I finished the coffee and then wanted the Twix. You don't know how to eat, man. <laughs> Look, I had do- I've had double stuffed Oreos for ages. Oh, and I ate them all. Don't, please. <laughs> You're killing me. I had kettle chips yesterday and today. What flavour? What flavour? This is key. I had um, ready salted today and yesterday. Oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. I had balsamic vinegar and sea salt yesterday. That's a step up, but they don't make them anymore. But the best flavour of kettle chip was the pesto and mozzarella flavoured ones. Oh, that sounds disgusting. It was amazing. Oh, oh, it's the best. They also do bacon and honey flavoured ones, but apparently oh. they're weird. Or bacon and syrup. Yeah, like Tesco had a deal on them. It was like. One pound for like a large bag, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because like, there's a Tesco's yeah, sh- right next to my uni. <laughs> Should have been looking for Oreos, mate. Mate, I had not enough money for Oreos. Do you not think I didn't look? That's phys- that's phys- that is physically impossible. No, like I literally, I've spent like all of my student loans. So yeah, but like you're the worst. I'm gonna be working. <laughs> we next week, we so told listeners last week not to do that, and you've done exactly that. Well, I had to buy it on stuff that I needed, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that alcohol. Like lunch, you know, coffee. How much are you spending on lunch and coffee? Quite a lot. Because I'm getting Jesus. like Starbucks and I'm getting like a meal deal from Tesco and I'm in nearly every day. Can you even money? <laughs> this I'm is why we need to do a money. university special. I'm terrible with money. But like, I'm going to a class next week of where we get taught about like tax and stuff, so. Oh, I need to uh, tax. Yeah, it's like because half of us are going to go freelance. So it's like, oh, freelancers, yeah. tax, bullshit. Here we go. And it's yeah. Like, no. We genuinely should do our university episode sometime. We should. should make it next week. Yeah, but yeah, but the whole thing is we do that in place of our normal episode, or as well as. I'll just do it in place of a normal episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's like That'd be good fun. University special. What would what would we actually do in the university special? Well, it kind of gives you an insight into what university life is. How to budget, for example. Yeah, but I live at home, so it's like. Oh, you're one of those. Oh, yeah. we can't do that then. I refuse to count you as a real university student if you do that. Why? Because I live oh. quite local to my university. Well, no, because you're not living on site. It defeats the point. The whole point of living at uni is to live away from home. Thought, this is a tangent. I thought the, this is, I this thought the whole point st- of university was to, you know, get a degree and get a decent no. job. No. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. The whole point of university is to live away from home, develop social skills, live independently. The bit of paper you get at the end is much less important. 
That's bullshit. That's just an excuse. That's just a really fancy way of saying the whole point of university is to live away from home and get drunk. Correct. <laughs> oh, God, that was a tangent, but yeah. we might do that next week. Yeah, we might. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Unless, like, something amazing happens in the gaming world or we get an amazing guest and I have to crumble into a pile again. Yeah, that was so funny. I'm Not never, cool, I'm never going to, like, stop laughing at that episode. <laughs> Just gonna archive that episode. Yeah, that is definitely like towards the end of the year if we ever do like uh, an end of year montage. That's just gonna be like a massive like ten minute segment dedicated to like all of the times that you fangirled. <laughs> oh god. Oh, anyway, um, I think that kind of wraps up this week. Yeah. Unless you have anything desperate you want to talk about? No, not really. Okay, and remember, you can find, if you want to talk to us and tell us that we're com- going insane, it's taken us 26 weeks and we finally lost the plot, you can tweet us at GWBpod, you can email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. You'll find a link to our Discord in our release notes. You can find us on Snapchat at GWBteam35. You can find me personally at another GMG blog. You should start my petition, it's pinned to my Twitter account. You can find me on PSN as, as merciful underscore fate 497, and you can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. Dapper, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dapper Paper Bag, and you can find me on YouTube Gaming with gaming.youtube.com slash user slash Dapper Paper Bag slash live. Cool. That is like the world's longest link. Yeah, you could have just done what you always do and just said Google your own name. Because who uses full URLs these days? Yeah. <laughs> but well, that is what it is. Uh, thanks very much for listening, uh, everyone, this week. And we will hopefully see you next week with or possibly with a gaming, uh, a not gaming episode at all. Yeah. It depends what we want to do. But we will see you then. Goodbye. Bye.